In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, cleanse my heart and my lips, Almighty God, that I may proclaim your gospel worthily. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. A man came up to Jesus and went down on his knees before him. Lord, he said, take pity on my son. He is a lunatic and in a wretched state. He is always falling into fire or into the water. I took him to your disciples and they were unable to cure him. Fateless and perverse generation, Jesus said in reply. How much longer must I put up with you? How much longer must I be with you? Bring him here to me. And when Jesus rebuked it, the devil came out of the boy who was cured from that moment. Then the disciples came privately to Jesus. Why were we unable to cast it out, they asked. He answered, because you have little faith. I tell you solemnly, if your faith were the size of a mustard seed, you could say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it would move. Nothing would be impossible for you. The Gospel of the Lord Although we had disrupted our marathon continuous reading of the Gospel of St. Matthew with a passage taken from St. Mark recounting the event of the Transfiguration, we have not missed anything. Today we resume our reading of St. Matthew's Gospel at a point which takes place immediately after our Lord and his three companions descend from the Mount of Transfiguration. The scene of the Transfiguration is an uncanny parallel with the scene of Moses on Mount Sinai. In Exodus chapter 24, Moses leads three of his closest associates up the high mountain that was covered with God's glory and where God could speak to Moses. This encounter would leave Moses' face transfigured. These parallels reinforce the theme of St. Matthew. Our Lord Jesus is the new Moses to deliver God's people. But Matthew also emphasizes that our Lord is greater than Moses. If Moses received divine revelation, Jesus himself is God's most perfect and complete revelation. The Sinai and Mount Tabor parallels continue in today's passage as the Lord comes down the mountain to a scene fraught with human weakness. This recalls Moses coming down from Mount Sinai to discover the people worshipping a golden calf. Just like our Lord's disciples in today's Gospel, the people of Moses' time also display a lack of faith. The Israelites' lack of faith is made more pronounced because they had witnessed the wonderful works of God who had delivered them from Egypt. In the case of Jesus' disciples, it is far worse. When you are on the road seeing success after success, you'd really hope and pray that you would never have to experience failure. But this is what happened to the disciples of the Lord. They had received authority and power from the Lord over demons and all the sorts of ailments. And this should have been another ordinary and easy case for them. But instead, they encountered failure, and the father's disappointment and complaint to the Lord would have made it doubly humiliating. He said, I took him to your disciples, and they were unable to cure him. 
Now what went wrong? The disciples definitely wanted to know, but they were too embarrassed to ask the Lord publicly. So they came to him privately and asked him this question. Why were we unable to cast it out? Matthew gives only one answer, whereas Mark's version gives two more, the lack of prayer and fasting. But let's just focus on Matthew's version. Our Lord provides the diagnosis for their failure. Because you have little faith. You recall the scene in the horror comedy Fright Night, where the charlatan TV exhausts Peter Vincent brandishes a cross in front of the vampire. After feigning terror, the vampire laughs and then takes the cross, crushes it and casts it aside while saying, You have to have faith for this to work on me. So what is this faith which our Lord is speaking of? We return to the experience of the Israelites during the Exodus. They lacked faith because they did not trust that God would provide for their needs. Likewise, the disciples had grown confident in their own ability to cast out demons and heal the sick, and had forgotten that the source of their authority is God. Faith is not something to be displayed or brandished as a trophy, but entails complete trust in God's providence. To correct a common misconception that a lack of faith is the common cause for failure and disaster, our Lord inserts this little parable of of faith the size of a mustard seed. Though one's faith may seem insignificant and tiny in comparison with the problem to be resolved or obstacle to be overcome, it is not, because it is God who resolves the problem and overcome the obstacle, not us. And so the parable of the mustard seed shows us that victory over sin and evil depends on the power and will of God, not the amount of faith we possess. The disciples had proved powerless, and the Father's faith was limited. Their failure was not because of what they lacked, but because they had placed too much importance on their own personal resources and strength, rather than on God. They had been too overly confident of their own ability, that they had forgotten the true source of their power. Ultimately, it will be our Lord's death on the cross and His resurrection that will bring about salvation and make all prayers efficacious. If mountains can be moved, it is the Lord who does it, because nothing is impossible for God. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.